Watch out, David. It's him. It's me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Alamonte for the Alamonte Show Report. I'm your host, Donnell Alamonte Morris. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Yes, sir, Rebob. Before we get into it, you always know, I got to give a shout out to y'all that downloaded the show. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading past shows. But one thing that is missing, I need y'all to subscribe. More content is coming. More content is on the way. Once again, I want to thank you for downloading this show and my past shows, which I encourage you if you haven't yet, but I need you to subscribe. But now, into this piece. It's funny. This show, I don't know why I pushed it off. I think I just forgot. So, (laughs) since I have time today, I decided just to go ahead and knock it out the park because it's perfect timing. I already did a piece on Kanye West, but I think it's very perfect to do it, not only because of that. It's also because of an L.A. council meeting or behind closed doors. Uh, I think it was a couple of Latino council members that uh, had a lot to say about people that look like me. Even a white man that has a adopted black son. And they're being called to resign. I think already a few of them already resigned. And when I saw the caption that I created for this podcast, well, for this show or episode, I was like, perfect because this is not only just a black problem this is also in the latino community native american it's happening in all minority communities even though i hate using that word minority it's happening i don't know what the other communities call those uh, sellouts probably just stick with the word sellout, but I think <laughs> us black folks we we got a few names, you know, like Uncle Tom, Sambo. Uh, let me see, Coon. We 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 got our names, but I think those are the top three: Uncle Tom, Coon, and Sambo. And. It's sad where we have a part of our community. Now, I want to throw this crazy myth out there about this free thinker bullshit that they love to push out there. Like, I don't think like all the black folks. I like to think independently. It's like everything I say, they got something to say about it. Yes, I do. I built myself up on the bootstraps. I 
got my business going from the sweat of my brow, you know. I don't always like to eat potato salad as my grandma would make it. I do like some raisins up in there, okay? I can't help that. I believe in the white Jesus more than I do the black Jesus. That doesn't make me a coon, you know. I just think on my own. And some of them just basically say, F what you say. If I love seasonless chicken, then guess what? I love seasonless chicken. It's great. It's wonderful. Stop saying that. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is stopping you from thinking what you feel. Nobody's stopping you. Even for me. How many black people that you know like NASCAR? Let that simmer on your membrane. I went to a NASCAR race. And I believe I was the only black kid there. Richmond Motor Speedway. Well, now, Richmond International Speedway at one time. I went to that track. Big Jeff Burton fan. But how many black folks who be wearing these NASCAR coats, M&M's, Budweiser, DeWalt, Lowe's, knows that it's from NASCAR? I will be the only brother that do. Only. Do I get looks ups and down? Ups and down. <laughs> Up and down when I say I like NASCAR. That I not even like it. I love it. It's close to a, a religion for me because I'm a Ford fanatic. Everybody will look at me crazy. And I hear the same thing. Oh, you like the white racing going around the circles? How many black drivers up in the series? And I have to school them. Wendell Scott, Jacksonville, Florida. And now we got Bubba Wallace, who just won a race a couple races ago. But also he was kicking ass in the truck series. The winningest black driver since Wendell Scott. Even you had Willie T. Ribs, which y'all should go and watch Netflix show, um, not show, movie. It's called Uppity. Good insight. And then you had Bill Lester. Bill Lester, who started a NASCAR race since Wendell Scott in the number 23 uh, Dodge for uh, Bill Davis racing. And he had to go through the ringer of racism. Bubba Wallace, he probably still go through it to this day. And also, hear me with this too. I'm not a big grits fan. Get crazy stares. I don't put hot sauce on every damn thing. Get crazy stares for that. I hate spades. 
I think Spades is overrated in the black community. I'm a Texas Hold'em guy. If we ain't playing Texas Hold'em, well, I'm sorry. You're going to be one partner less in that Spades game. We'll get crazy looks. So even for me, if free thinking was a category, I technically fall into that. But guess what? When I wake up every morning to the last days on this earth, I'm always going to be black. I make my own choices and decisions. And I believe what I goddamn believe. And nobody, not even my own mama, not even Jesus Christ himself, and I'm not even a Christian that said that, can stop me from what I believe and what I do and what I say. But now you black conservatives or black free thinkers just think somebody just have a hold on your mind and you can't think the way you think, feel where you want to feel, say the things you want to say. And I'm here to tell you that's a straight illusion. You're just mad that people are calling you out on your bullshit. Or, as I like to say, you're just trying to be like your white counterparts. Because if they hurt, you hurt. But unfortunately, when you hurt, that pain is not reciprocated to them. Do you realize that? Now, I'm not saying that it does not happen on the left neither, because we know the Democratic Party has its ways, too, which I actually did a piece on that. And I encourage you all to go back and uh Listen to that podcast. Oh, well, I don't know why I keep calling the podcast. To that episode where I actually break down the issues with the Democratic Party for the black community, but also in general. Not just blaming the whole party, but what in the party is causing these issues and problems. So I encourage you to go back to that show. Now, back to what I'm saying. When you have these so-called free thinkers at the table, you will have these crazy things that's happening in the world. Crazy ideas where we just like, let's go in ahead and let them have it. Giving them platforms. Now, they are the loudest, one, loudest ones in the room. Now they are sitting at the head of the table. Not only they're sitting at the head of the table, now they got their peeps at the table. When you have these people, first of all, if you go outside right now to your job and you're hearing all these crazy conspiracy theories and all that stuff, thank them. These free thinkers, these free thinkers are getting people like Marjorie Taylor Greene in power. Even though she lives in the majority white 
um, district, I guarantee you, they had a few blacks that voted for her. Oh, I like how she think. She tells it like it is. Really? And realizing they still just getting pennies and nickels and crumbs. But they make it work for them. Now, like I said, I'm not only just talking about my people. Because it could be happening to your... Well, not could. It is. It's happening with your people too. You want to have a bigger opposition to your march i.e. Black Lives Matter or immigration reform, have one of your own. Be the first ones to tell you that is wrong. Your own people will be your own worst enemy. I won't say your own people. The people that is within your people will be the ones to be your worst enemy. Not the enemy that you really pointed at. It's just those ones that would take a bullet for the opposition. We got too many people, activists, politicians, that give these people platforms. Oh, we should hear them. No, we don't need to hear their asses. How you think Tim Scott stayed so long in Congress? He don't pander to black folk. He pander to the white people. His district is more majority white. But I guarantee you, he have a enough black votes. Well, non-black non-black voters that sit at home don't vote to get him elected again and again this is the problems and issues that we have today where we need to call out our own that are that's not as you know, the pro-blacks would say they are not on code. They just think because everything has went right for them and all the things that majority of their folks are saying about this oppression and all that stuff and they not, quote-unquote, seeing it does not mean it's not happening. See, we don't take the time to put ourselves in other people's shoes to realize just because I have it good that you should be having it good. It doesn't work that way. It's supposed to work that way. But when you don't realize that somebody is not getting all the breaks like you does not make them Less than you or them lying about the problems and issues that they are having. What this world is supposed to do is when we see one of our people down. Even if 
we in the same lane and they not making it. Our goal, us as human beings, supposed to go back and understand the issues and the problems that they're having and help them out rather than criticizing, passing them by and keeping on going. And then when you made it to your destination, you still talk trash about them. But get mad when you get called out for it. That's not free thinking. That's being an asshole. A selfish prick. We have to stop giving these sambos, these coons, these sellouts platforms. And I'm not just talking about the ones that just love white folk. Now, within our community, even the sellouts that try to do good by us, but at the end of the day, scamming us, they're just as worse as them. But that's for a different show. People like Whitlock, Jason Whitlock, and Kanye West should be your, and also Candace Owens, should be your biggest example of why you should not give people platforms. Because you give them platforms, oh my, the money's going to roll in and the stupidity is going to be tremendous. And people, definitely those that don't look like them, is going to cash in. They're going to make sure their legacy lives on forever. And they're going to use them as pawns to sit there and say, look, black people. Look at them. See, they're thinking on their own. See, they picked themselves up by the bootstrap. Look at Yeezy. He's a billionaire. He's well-known in the fashion world. He's the greatest rapper, producer in the game. Look at Candace Owens. She saw the light. She's informing all her people. And she got her own show. Look at Jason Whitlock. He may have got fired from FS1, but look, he got back up and got his own show now on YouTube. And he's doing great. And all three of them don't even realize that they're being used. White validation. And I know a lot of y'all from your other communities know exactly what I'm talking about. Because you have that one friend or that one person or a few people that look out for white validation rather than the approval of their own people as well as to themselves. That if I don't have a top white executive smiling, then nothing else matters. This is more than money, people. Oh, yeah, the money's going to come after it. Trust me. But if you don't have that white man smiling, laughing, 
giggling on and giving you your praise, your accolades and all that stuff. Nothing else matters. And then you remember that video when uh when uh Tim Scott was waiting for Vice President Pence to shake his hand <laughs> and Pence looked at him like, Boy, you better get your hand out my face. Pence shook everybody's hand but his. And you saw what uh Tim Scott did after that? He knew his place. He went back and clapped and said, yes, yes, a vice president. Yes, we got that bill passed. Yes. And one of the biggest things I hate is when I hear these free thinking Negroes will always sit there and say, well, you're controlled by the Democrat Party. They sit there tell you wherever you want to. First of all, if y'all been listening to my shows, my podcasts for a long time, or even for a short period of time, I do not promote anything dealing with the Democrat Party. I do not say vote Democrat or that, you know, the Democrat Party is the greatest thing ever. And this is coming from somebody that is a Democrat. Because you want to know why? Unlike them, I don't regurgitate all the things that the Democrats say. Because just like the Republican Party, the Democrats have problems too. A whole lot of them. And I'm not the only one that's been vocal about it. I.e. my past show that I told y'all about earlier. But I am not a machine or a robot to believe everything that they say. Because they're all about the status quo. There are a few good Democrats that are fighting the good fight, but they're being silenced by the corporate Democrats. And believe me, not every day I'm getting up and I'm hearing what the Democrats are saying and I'm believing them 110%. But it's funny that all the things that you are accusing people like myself for doing you do it every day. You don't criticize none of the politicians on your side of the aisle that be corrupt. There are misogynists, sexist, racist, sexual predators, all these things. That y'all are quiet on. But y'all believe that there's a deep state. And all these crazy conspiracies. But don't believe that racism exists. When it's right there in front of your face. But I'm the robot. (laughs) 
There's no such thing as a deep state, y'all. It don't exist. We all know who's pulling the strings in Congress. So if you already know who the players are, why call it the deep state or give it a name? You give something a name, you wouldn't give, I'll put it to you like this. When I hear the name deep state, it sounds so secretive, like we don't know who's behind the scenes, pulling the strings and all that stuff. Somebody is doing something. The private parties. All the private invitations and orgies and all that stuff. Kind of like eyes wide shut type shit. But nobody have no proof. <laughs> at all of these parties. Just hearsay. Nobody got no proof. No different than a rumor that you heard in high school. But nobody got the facts <laughs> or the truth. But for some reason, it got to be true. Sounds so mysterious. So that's why they gave it the name the Deep State, which is idiotic, stupid, and dumb. We already know. Who is paying who off in Congress? There's nothing deep about that. And that's stating fact. (laughs) Which uh, leads me to this. Y'all sitting there call yourself, once again, free thinkers. But you say everything. That the right is saying. Definitely the alt-right. And it's funny to me. A lot. Of people that look like me. That is with the alt-right. Don't realize that they are a pawn. They're not part of the players. You're a pawn. Because when it comes down to it. If they want to. No, first of all, when they're done with you, they go get rid of you. You could have done 90, which will always happen. You will have done 90% for the cause. Done everything that they asked for and then some. You probably even start your own subgroup. And when they're done with you, they're going to cut you off. Like you ain't nothing. No different than a high profile college player who tears his ACL done for the season. Not even done for the season, but for his whole career, they're going to kick your ass to the side. Revoke your scholarship like you never had it. And they do not understand that now don't get me wrong does that happen on the left eh but not as much on the right not as much 
They only can defend you so much. But it's sad times. Very sad times. But every time I hear one of them talk or get on shows, give their views, give their insight, it's like they just, <laughs> how could I put it? They think they're not black or whatever their ethnicity is or whatever their race is. Like they talk about them in the third person. Well, they. What do we mean they? Them. Those people. Hold up, Jack. Have you looked yourself in the mirror? You're black as night. You're, you're 11 a.m., Jack. That's your complexion. And that's never going to change. So you can't sit there and always say, well, them, the blacks do. You are black. So when you say the blacks, you're talking about yourself. Even when you feel like you're not talking about yourself, you're talking about yourself. Period. Period. But these people got platforms because we got people in positions of change, position of power, giving them platforms. We do it too. Reason why we cannot have regular conversations is because of this. Everybody got something to say. But we don't check them on the things that they are saying. I remember at one time when you have a conversation and if your if what you bring to a conversation is stupid and dumb, everybody got on you. Everybody got on you and made you feel as little as you should. When you say stupid shit. And we over here talking about it's going to be a full moon tonight and you come to a conversation well you know there's a spaceship right dude if you don't leave this damn table but nowadays we entertain that we go from talking about a full moon to the moon could be a spaceship could be a shuttle and now we entertain this dude with debate. How is this true? Where's your facts? When we should have just cut that at the get-go. Should be like, yo, dude, if you mention anything that stupid again, I'm going to have to ask you to get your ass up and leave. And that's what we need to do. 
Now, I'm not saying when you hear dumb shit that you don't call it out. Because our other issue, we ignore these people when they say stupid shit like this. Like it's going to mysteriously go away. No. Because that's giving them even more power. Definitely, if you are a critical thinker, use common sense, and you strong in your convictions or the things that you believe in, and make people look dumb when they try to debate you on things that you know about, y'all are quiet. Too many of y'all are quiet when you hear stupid conversations and just ignore it. Well, we don't need to entertain that. I understand that point, but when you do that, you got impressionable minds out there that's going to listen to that and going to run with it, and then you're going to regret, regret, regret their plat that they got a platform, maybe a platform just as big as yours, maybe even bigger, and you can remember that time when you heard that conversation and you chose not to say a damn thing. I'm going to use the thing in the military. As me as a leader, I got to correct not only lower enlisted, but also my peers. Sometimes you got to correct the leaders themselves. But if you allow a soldier to walk around outside without a cap, cap on his head or her head, that's showing the next soldier that that's okay. When you see a soldier that is jacked up to the flow up, make you want to throw up, and I walk by and don't say nothing, that next soldier that walks by, they're going to think that's the right way. So for all you influential, strong-willed, common-sense-using, critical-thinking-using folks, they have the conviction in the things that they believe in. When you hear stupid nonsense, join me in this fight on calling that shit out. Because you never know. That can catch like wildfire and it will spread. And then you realize that this is a real forest fire. A forest fire that turned to inferno, and it'd be too late. Have the conversation, but if you hear something stupid, cut them off. And that's the issue also with our politicians. Cut that shit off. When you hear people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Tom Cotton sitting there talking some stupid shit. Kirsten Cinema, when she say stupid shit, cut them off at the pass. Excuse me. Cut them off at the fucking pass. Because if you let them spew their bullshit. Everybody in this country going to think that that's the way of Congress or a fellow 
congressman or woman, definitely a newbie, going to say, or going to look at that and be like, that's the right way. That's how it should be. When they should not, should not follow something like that. That's the biggest issue, definitely in the black community. We got to hear them out. Hear them out. No. Hell no. If they want to get her, let them create their platform from the ground up. Don't bring that shit over here. And we should be going after people, not because they don't like grits. It should be when they say that racism don't exist. And if you ignore racism... And just work hard, you be all right. Those are the people we should be kicking out the fucking community. That if we had control. But as a people, for now, when you hear stupid shit like that, kick their ass out the fucking town or whatever. Exile their ass, all I care. Because those are the ones that are saying that we don't need reparations. Even though I believe we're not going to get it unless we start getting people in Congress voting on that. First, I say start with the state. Get people, like I said, super PAC, super PAC, super PAC. Start a super PAC where you can have reparations as your issue. And then you have another super PAC for the politicians that you can groom and also rent to push the reparations agenda. Period. But that's for another show. But like I'm saying, you got those people that you got sitting at the table saying that we don't need reparations. We just need to work hard for our money. That's all we need to do. And I'm here to tell you, that's the wrong fucking answer. For somebody that says something like that, that if you stop worrying about racism, you get ahead in life. That's like me saying I just hit somebody did a hit and run, but I keep driving and pretend it never happened. Hey, look, nothing else, no other damage to my car. My car's still running and all that stuff. All that I need to do is need to wipe this blood off my freaking front grill with all my freaking hood, get a new windshield, and I'm straight. Everything's fine. That's what I think of when I hear somebody say some stupid shit that, you know, stop caring about racism and just do your thing. Hard work pays off. So you're probably wondering, Morris, I know you kind of told us how to deal with people like that. But what is your solution to this? And I only got one solution. Cut their ass at the pass. When they run their mouth on stupid shit, Cut that shit off. Call them what they are. Sellouts. Sambo. 
Uncle Tom, and I don't give a damn the story behind it. And the coon. Call them what they need to be called. And don't engage with them to the point where now you've given them a platform. You don't have to debate every damn body. Sometimes you say what you need to say and leave it at that. And you let them bitch, moan, and complain by them goddamn selves and whoever their few followers is. And do your own thing. Because Cooning only has so much shelf life. You can only coon for so long until they're done with you and now they're looking for somebody new. Mark my words on it. You're not the sharpest coon (laughs) in the flock because they're always going to find someone new. You think Candace Owens is going to be on top for long? Watch, they're going to find another sister that's more extreme than her, more prettier than her, more mouthy than her, and much more of a coon than her. You think he is going to be the last black rapper that they're going to tag along with? Oh, no. There are probably some that we would be surprised that follows the same thing that Kanye is believing. Rappers that are probably donating to these Republicans one by one by one, but we don't know. But don't think Kanye is the only one because he's the only one in the news and he's vocal about it. Trust and believe. Just like Candace Owens, any coon can be replaced. And I'm going to leave like this by saying this. It's also dangerous what they are doing. By them just taking the side, as they would say, the oppressors. It's also saying that it's right for open season for us. Just think about it. If you go out of your way just to defend them more than you defend your own people, and they're the ones with the guns, they're just going over there to them so they won't get shot. And if they're lucky, they will ask them, let me, let me shoot them. They just don't want, don't want to get shot. They want to be on the other side of the gun. While we see police brutality going on, all they're saying is, well, the person that did it, they should have complied. Oh, they already had a criminal record. Or most of all, they deserve it. But you still want to have a conversation and debate with fucking fools like this? This is dangerous time. This is dangerous talk. And we have to start seeing these coons, 
these symbols, these sellouts, these alcatoms for what it is. They are the enemy. And unfortunately, these enemies don't realize they're just pawns in this game. Use to push the oppressors, as I say, air quotes, to get what they want. They're no different than ammo. Once you're used up, they're going to reload with some new ammo. And you're nothing but an afterthought. And when you get praise for the work that you pay for them, they are the enemy. To our, not to our, but to their perspective communities and that would do it for me ladies and gentlemen you won't believe it i got some more shows to do but hey i had to knock this one out once again i want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in listening into the show thank you so very very much don't forget to share this content but as well as subscribe 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 i love each and every one y'all y'all have a good one Catch you later. I've been your host, Don Alamonte Morris. This has been the Alamonte Show Report. Once again, it's been real. Catch y'all later. Bye.